Treat that bitch, whole block and money, dumb shit. Call who broke on broad? Treat that bitch on gang, save his number. She on text right back. I'm deleting that shit. Pop, I roll on me some fast. I Leo shit on for them gray. That's your bitch. I just borrow her and beat her shit. That bitch about like Kim on them. He ain't hard to find like Nemo on them. Bitch, I ran out. He was like, my grandma gave me the same. He debo him. Fuck out that little boy and really put feet on him. Punch, punch, punch. punch. Folks gonna beat him. Ain't no lunch. Damn, they turned his ass to run. Let's go. Ain't no tucking chains. Who gonna snatch it? Ain't no Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how the rappers do, ain't it? Lord. Y'all know I'm a rapper in my other life. She sure do be trying to rap. But anyway, hello, 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 guys. Hi, you guys. How you doing today? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Mm. That was some ASMR for you guys. Show us. Well, I am Erica Mona. And I am Damio. Oh, this is a sexy voice. This and this is Cross Culture. <laughs> this is for all the lovers <laughs> out there. Yes. Everybody out there with somebody to love on. Mm. We're bringing you another amazing. Amazing episode. Sensual. Ooh, sexy. Seductive. Yes. Episode of the best podcast out there. And you know it. It's Cross Culture, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hell but you guys no. already know how we like to start. We like to start with the topics. All right. Um. So first on the list, the best man. You guys know that movie. That's like my favorite black cinema. How many does it have? Movie. Two parts or three parts? It's just two. Two parts. It's oh. just two. So they're coming out with a limited series with the original cast ordered by Peacock, and Peacock is another streaming site too. So it's like Hulu and Netflix and stuff, but it's smaller. Um, so it is getting a new installment as a streaming series. Um, Peacock has ordered a 10-episode limited dramedy, um, just including the final chapters from the movies. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Are you, like, excited about that? What do you think I'm it's like going to be? I'm super excited. I'm happy that it's a mini series. So now that there's, like, more okay. information on what it is. Um, at first, I thought they were trying to make another movie, which right. I thought might be, like, uh, exhausting. But now that I know it's a mini series, that gives me more hope because I know that means they have more time to, like, let the story unfold. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the original cast. I think that's so what makes it actually good. Yeah, to be the original cast is, like... You know they they don't they only come together for greatness. Yeah, it's so. not like they're gonna try and develop some other type of story. So that's yeah. good. That's good. I saw Monica Calhoun. She died, right? Character. Yeah, she was in like promo stuff, but I don't know if that's just out of respect because she's like an OG. So you've seen promo stuff member. on it already? Like no, not like trailers, but like pictures. Okay. Right, because she's, she's. So dead. I don't know if like. It's just like respect because she's an OG. Probably, character. probably, and if they do show her, probably gonna be like flashbacks. Right, I think that that might be it. They might utilize a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. But that's cool, because I think that there's definitely room to grow, especially because it was a 20-year jump from the first movie to the second movie. Yeah. So I think that they could for sure play with filling in those gaps. And the second one came out a while ago, too. Yeah, so even from there. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to be done and be played with. So I'm excited about that's that. That's exciting, yeah. 
Speaking of new shows, though, let's talk about uh, one thing ending and another thing beginning. So not long ago, we reported that Insecure was wrapping up with the fifth season. Mm -hmm. um, And come to find out that Issa don't stay down because she announced that her um, she's coming out with a show on HBO Max um, that is actually executive produced by the City Girls. The show is called Rap Shit. It is an eight-episode series comedy um, about two young girls, two high school girls from Miami, who reunite to form a rap group. So it makes sense that the City Girls would EP on that. Mm -hmm. You know, that sounds like their story. It's two estranged friends from high school, actually. So. And I actually like that, as you said, it's eight episode. Yeah, it's an eight episode series for the first season. That's good. I like that. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, there's potential in that. And then it makes sense with Issa doing it because, you know, from Issa Kira, she's always rapping. Yeah, Issa loves All right. Bar. So uh, that's interesting. So I wonder, like, are the city girls actually going to write raps on it too? I'm assuming so, right? Uh, no, I mean, with them being like executive whatever. producers, I think that, if anything, they just probably will oversee the authenticity okay. of maybe the rap game, Miami, the okay. street life. Like, I feel like that's the nature of what they would EP, or, or like that's the nature of how much their executive production credit goes. And is this on HBO? It is. It's going to be on HBO. That so is Issa Issa's is, home, man. She, HBO. Issa has found a home, and that's a good home to have, honey. It sure is. The it money's is a, rolling in. Well. I mean, you know, HBO like that. It's lucky. It's a diverse, like. They're they diversifying themselves. Very well. They very, are. very well. They are. You know, because they, they do have a lot of. Initially, um, HBO, when they have, like, black stuff, it's more of, like, racial yeah. black things. Like, uh-huh. those racial documentary and, you know, those very serious-ass shows. But it's nice to see something like Insecure and then this one, too. That This is good. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, next on the list. So, this has been all over social media. Hmm. She's called the Glo- Gorilla Glue Girl. Okay? That's so basically, yeah, Okay, y'all know what Gorilla Glue is. Like, Gorilla Glue is, like, hard-ass glue that you use to glue wood, materials, things, like, real it's things exactly together. exactly what it sounds like. Gorilla Some Glue. Strong-ass, gorilla-strength-ass glue. Glue, like, for real stuff, you know? So, basically, I, I, I don't want to say, I guess it's a black girl. She was doing her hair, and she said she ran out of... Got to be glue, mm-hmm. which is another type. Of, that's a hair glue that people use. To it's not a hair glue. It's, it's a hairspray. Oh, it's a hairspray. Yes. And got to be glued is just strong hairspray. It's just hairspray. Okay. Yeah. Even the got to be glued For gel the- is gel. It's just strong hair gel. Okay. Okay. So she basically used it to hairspray her hair down. That's what's used. The whole she, mm-hmm. ra- she ran out of it and she's like, oh, you know what? What's the next best thing I could use to hold my hair down? Gorilla glue. I, I don't I don't know what went through her mind. I don't know why she thought it would be okay, but I mean the job was accomplished because this shit worked very well. Her hair was already wear glued down. I think her hair was glued down for a hot minute for like weeks or so. For a month, she said it's been like a full month before she even reached out to <sighs> us on social media. Um, you know, I mean, there was a happy ending. Um, Beverly Hills plastic surgeon Dr. Michael Obeng performed Tessica Brown's glue removal surgery for free. Um. I mean, I, I'm be real with you all. I I don't want to say that I don't feel bad for her, but I lacked empathy after like after like the third update of her glue story. I was like, okay, this is enough. Okay, so let's even talk about that because you know, a GoFundMe was created for her, right? And 24k, she got 24k from that. 
And you know she is. She says she's donating twenty k to um people who people who do need surgery and stuff. Mm-hmm. However, people were saying that you know she did it for the fame. Like she wanted fifteen minute of fame as to why she was all over social media with it. Exactly. Do you think that's why she did it, or do you think it's just like how everyone is on social media in general? If something you know if something happens, you know we all go on live like, hey y'all, this is going on with me, blah blah blah. Or I- is it that her intention was truly was like? I want fame. Well, maybe she's just looking for help. Like, y'all know what I could do to... Because she was really trying to wash the shit off, and it would not wash off at all. I think that it was a combination of all the above. I think okay. that she was trying to do her hair, and she probably comically was like, man, fuck it. If I ain't got no guys to be glued, I'm just use this Gorilla Glue. Not That's thinking dumb. that it would hold so much. Because yeah. a lot of the times, you know, there, there are a lot of moments where it's like, if I say I want to use super glue, let's say I want to use super super glue on some glass or something, uh-huh. it may not stick. So maybe she thought if, like, if I use it on my hair, it wouldn't have a hold. And then, you know, she fucked up and did that. And then she used the moment. Like, once she got the moment, once it got the traction, she kept, with it. She kept going with it. She sold I mean, her story hey. to TMZ because TMZ yeah. had all the inside scoop. Listen, everyone trying to make coins out here. And apparently, I think there's a time where they were saying she said that she was going to sue Gorilla Glue. And it's like, why would you? They clearly say she don't. stupid. You clearly say you don't apply it to skin or hair. Like, why? Who why? the hell don't know Gorilla Glue? Gorilla Glue. Glue. Like, come on now. Gorilla Glue, you buy that in, in like, the the housing section or the material. Yeah, like, in how, Home the, Depot. Exactly. There's just no Like, it's nowhere close to skin a, and hair. A, a person of good sense would have m- mistaken the two. But actually, there's news that another guy actually, did he glue his lip? He glue his lip because he was trying to. He thought she was lying? He, he was trying to prove a point. And that's another thing. People on the internet got to stop acting like they are smarter than they are that's why smarter than because no that's why school was invented for real that's Mm. why universities were invented so that if you really think you about that smart ass life you can actually go somewhere to be certified a smart ass (laughs) not be on the internet and try something that has already proven to be a failed exact thing why the hell would you your your whole lip g you can find anything else to do but your lip you talking about i just want she lying because i don't believe that her ass been going through this for a month. But you gonna choose to glue your lip? Because he was trying to prove a point and it's like So, so he glue did he go glue his lip to his nose or to the cup. He sprayed he sprayed a cup and then he took a drink and he tried to prove something. So <laughs> See people are stupid. Now with him, he definitely tried to do that shit for fame, okay? Exactly. And that, it's just definitely for fame. Because you can't ugh, just ridiculous. Disgracing but, us during black uh, history. But please Month. exactly people out there, please read Please read directions. Read things. Don't just apply anything to your skin, whatever. We, I know we all want to lay, lay our edges and lay our hair down, but please use sense, okay? So let's um, go to some global news like we like to do. So in this global news segment, um, France talks about setting its age of consent to 15 years old. Um, that is very young. They say they are doing it to um, protect young girls, as a matter of fact. So what do you think about that, Erica? 15 years of age for age of consent in France. I think that's actually quite disturbing. It's 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 ridiculous, you know? It, 15? Like 15? And I don't, to me, it's not to protect young girls, because what is the protection in that? To say that, okay, young girls will have sex with whoever they would want to have sex with? The protection is... For the creeps who are having sex with 15-year-olds. Because, you know, 
Especially in Europe, it's just I feel like in Europe they always have all these bad sexual cases, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's with priests, whether it's with modeling agencies, surgeons, all this, you know, big time people. So I think it's actually to protect them um, and make it harder to persecute those people than it is to say we're trying to protect these girls because what 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 are you protecting? So they're like an act of sexual penetration by an by an adult on a minor under fifteen typically will be considered as rape. Because, you know, typically, I guess right now, at that age of 15, it's banned to have sex, you know, any sexual relations with them. But now, I guess they're trying to change it that, okay, it could be consensual. <laughs> this world is just turned to something else. Well, my, before you know it, they're going to change to 12. Yeah, my thing is, like, who who is that rule for? Is it for men or for women? I really wonder that because it's like, who needs to be protected? Right. You know what I mean? Like, who is the person that needs to be protected? What is the, what are the stats? What are the trajectories of what forced you to make that decision? You get what I'm yeah. saying? Because um, from when I was reading the article, it was saying that the current law states that cases can be brought until the victim is 48 years of um age mm-hmm. because it originally kind of like came forth after they were saying that. Um, a scandal accusing former European Parliament member, prominent political scientist Olivier Dumel mm-hmm. of incest is kind of what sparked them to relook at this law. Wow. Um, but if you look at other countries and, and cities and states, the age of consent in Austria is 14. Ooh. And um, in some exceptions, they'll even go as low as 13. Didn't I say Europe? In Denmark, it is 15. And in Georgia... Yes, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia is 16. Ireland is 17. UK is 16. And the Philippines is as low as 12. So this is kind of like, you know, and I can keep going. Like, Japan is 13. Mexico is 16. So it just, it, it, it it's scary. It's scary to think of, like, I don't know. I've never understood that age of consent thing. Because it's like, damn, y'all really thirsty to say kids can have sex? Like, right. I don't know. So it's more of like, okay, well, I did ask if we could have sex. And they're like, yes. Yeah, you know? like you're saying they're old enough to, to make the conscious decision to, yeah, to, to have say sex. yes. And it's like acting like, you know, you can't try to coerce a kid into having sex. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of no 12-year-old that's ready. No, no way. I, I don't even care uh-huh. how ready the 12-year-old may seem to be. Yeah. But why? This is still a 12-year-old. Why would you want to take away that from them? Why can't you wait till they become a, an adult, you know? And typically with yeah. a whole... It's one thing if it's a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old. Like, kids with kids, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, because kids, mm-hmm. kids do whatever we want to do. But a whole adult, like, as you mentioned, you know, the priest or whoever it is, um, it's like, in those cases, you're definitely, like trying to convince and coerce a child into it. You know, it's not a natural, like, oh. So you really think a 12-year-old girl, I'm just trying to imagine, 12-year-old yeah. girl looking like a, looking at 14, 40-year-old yeah. man, and she's like, mm, he is like, fine, and I want me some of that meat. Like, that's that's who I, I'm like, just I so want, attracted. I want to ride that, like, I want to ride that pony, really. Not the pony. Like, come on now, like, kids don't, no, to adults, they don't think like that. Maybe kids to kids, they may touch and rub on each other, but kids to adults, that's yeah, disgusting. That so, rule was definitely made to protect pe- pedophiles, no. and that's just it. It's just it was made to protect pedophiles, so that instead of just being an ordinary, uh, I mean, instead of just being a rapist and a pedophile, they'll just be ordinary pedophiles, and that is what yep. the the aim was. Because I cannot imagine a reason for that. Mm, um, mm, but since mm, we're talking mm, about mm. the sexuality, 
Mm. of women well okay so Aisha Curry she just posted uh, recently posted a picture of her and um, you can tell she's nude in the picture mm-hmm. or in the pose like you know those poses where you're sitting down your legs are crossed you know it's right. not necessarily showing your body per se mm-hmm. but it's it looks like maybe she does have some pasties on or something it's suggestive it, yeah it's quite suggestive so people were attacking her because she made a tweet um, a few years ago saying everyone's into barely wearing clothes nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered for the one that matters. And she said, I'm just looking at the latest fashion trends. I'll take classy over trendy any day of the week. So people are now attacking her saying that, oh, well, you know, years ago you were saying you were not about this life. And now, because Loki, when she first came out, it was more of like she was this churchy, you know, preppy housewife girl mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, you know, I'm a virgin since I got married type of vibe. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what do you what do you, what do you think about it? I mean, I think that people are trying to make the same make this the same thing and it's not. Mm. Because if you look at the picture, first of all, the picture is for a magazine spread. It's for the Sweet July uh magazine body um e- episode. Um and I mean not body episode, body feature of the magazine or the blog site. And then, furthermore, it is a tasteful picture. It is. What she's referring to is you silhouette challenge hoes that be out here naked on the internet. That's what she's talking about. She's, like, when she made that statement, she was talking about the women who were soliciting their OnlyFans before it was OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. And you cannot look at this picture and say the same thing. Because as we as you look at this picture, all you can honestly see is her legs. And she did mention that, you know, when she made that statement, she was mainly referring to people who go out with just nipple pasties, you know, go to grocery stores or Starbucks with nipple, nipple pasties. Exactly. With, with silhouette, whatever. So the picture is not bad, but it's like, I mean, people are allowed to do what they want to do. I'm mean, like, she said this years ago, and still today, it's not like... She ain't out here walking out. Right. People just want, people want people to like be in a bubble and they want to find an excuse for their lifestyle. Like people want to say, hey, if I critique you, if we say like, oh, these women are naked or whatever. No. And and then we, we're the same people that say we want liberation for women. Mm -hmm. Those two can exist because what you're doing and liberation are not the same things. Being able to make a choice as a woman and being able to do what you want and being able to showcase yourself is not the same as whoring yourself on the internet. It is. And people be whoring right, themselves not, right. on the internet. And then this was for a purpose, too. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm on Aisha's side. I for cr- this cr- one. frankly, I just don't even care at all. I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. Because, you know, like our last episode, it's like you just see so much of this <laughs> body, sex, whatever. After you just, I'm just so desensitized from it all. Body, body. Okay. What's going on with. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is a hoe. And that is for, straight from me, you all. Um, This week, we kind of saw little rumblings on the shade room of Dr. Dre. Yes, famous producer Dr. Dre. Um, running around with April Jones. And for those of you who don't know who April Jones is, that is Omarion's baby mom. Hey. Who also uh, made headlines for dating Lil Fizz, who is, you know, B2K co-member with Omarion, hey, whatever. It's a comma for her now. Yeah. It's a, a comma for her. April is just a messy hoe in general. Why are you... Okay, well, because of the Fizz thing. Yeah, she's messy because of the Fizz Omarion drama, not because she's dating Dr. Dre yeah. during his divorce. Well, I was like, yeah, I feel like the divorce is so, so public. I, and I, I guess maybe that's why even the wife is really going hard. Yeah, I feel like this. the wife... 
this is why because Monice Slaughter, so Monice, um, fellow love and hip hop Hollywood castmate of April, as well as baby mama of B2K band member, um, Lil Fizz, she came out and confirmed with Ken on a um live with Kendra G that April and Dr. Dre have honestly been dating for months now. This is not no new shit. So, you know, maybe that's why his his wife um is fighting so hard because he is with other women. Exactly. And we all know like divorce and relationships is just quite messy. And then you are already a public figure. So if you're publicly dating somebody to the fact that, you know, paparazzi saw you guys together, it just it's just gonna make it more painful for more painful for the person. Um, but shit. It's a come off for April, but I don't see it lasting. I, I, they don't even match. What's what is she looking for? I just I kinda wanna get into Well, April herself. Just just dating in Hollywood and the examples that they are setting for us. And I'm not saying that they're supposed to set examples. You know, we're all adults. But it's just like, look at the shit that we see. Like, men be on the internet all day calling women all type of hoes for everything under the sun. But these same rich, affluent men who, at the end of the day, women are seeking to be with, choose these women that do all the things that men condemn us for. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where is the balance? What are we supposed to be doing? That's why it's just like, do what you want to do. These hoes really be winning. Do whatever you want to Damn. do. All so the hoes is winning. Uh, every every Instagram bitch that's a hoe that we be saying, ah, uh-uh, you're naked. You're showing your body. They are mm-hmm. rich and they have love. Don't Ooh. think that these men don't love them. These niggas are crawling on their phone. No, they do go begging, crazy over them. That's, that's no lie. That's true. And before you know it, that's how this is when they start their businesses. Exactly. You know, they open their little boutiques or they become YouTubers or, you know, rappers or whatever it is. They become the... It's, it's damn. These are the ones that they put investment in. Like, so we good like girls, we losing. Huh? We're losing because honestly, what the fuck is April Jones' career? You know what does she do? You know she was. She said she was a singer at a point, and she stopped doing that shit because she sucked. Either and way. then she has a wine um, line, wine where she you know bottles of wine. I and never stuff. knew that. Oh come on, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that. Oh from. okay. Well, I used to follow her Instagram a while oh. ago. I don't follow her anymore. We've, I followed her before all this fifth thing. Happened. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if she still has that wine stuff. This is when she was trying to rebrand herself. This is post the breakup and everything, um, but. I guess now she's just a Hollywood industry babe. That's exactly. Really what she is now. And the, and this is what these men pay for. The fact that Selena Powell and for those of you who don't know Selena, that she Black Widow, the fact that she still exists, makes money, gets fame, gets acknowledgement, does all this shit, she up. Like I don't care what nobody say she up. So, so what, what should we good girls do? Cuz what is the message you are saying? We hoes, the hoes are winning. Do what you want to so do, I beg. We, so, what, so we good girls, we should I'm saying do whatever you want to do. If you are good at heart and that's what fits what, you and what, makes you what feel do you good. Me? I want to find love, but at this point I'm not going to sit here and confine myself to any standards or any you know what I mean I think like just this is this is semi-separate but I think that growing up women we were taught a lot um to try to uphold certain virtues you know what I mean and to think that we live in a society where the women who are doing everything that we were taught not to do are enjoying and reaping the the betterment of life they're seeing the better sides of these men that's the fucked up Damn. part. They see the best sides of these men. 
They the see the size. We need the money. The, the 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 size that they they taking you out. They doing this. They spoiling you. They buying you all type of shit. But we they also see that experience. it doesn't last though. It doesn't. But you got it. That's true. And, Bitches and, and out it, here not getting shit. And if you flip your bag right. Exactly. It's up and it's stuck. It's up. It, okay. Uh, exactly. It's that's up exactly. And, it's stuck. and that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So it's like for for women that try to like, oh yeah, do date niggas on personality. Niggas' personalities suck. So Gee, I'm oh, also at this team. Point. Get the get the money. Get the head. Get the bread and leave. Like do it all. Period. No, I, I no, I agree. I agree that we have been raised to a certain standard, and sometimes you trying to have this. I don't want to say it's not attainable anymore, but like trying to live life by this special code, you do hold yourself back. I mean, yes, as you said, it doesn't mean, I don't think, I don't think what we're saying is that you should, oh, just leave your morals and become a yes. whore per se, whatever. But it's just like, hey, like if you see a man, good man, he got the bag, G, and he want to spoil you. Thought yourself out because you it's hot. Not, not no, I'm out, telling geez. y'all, I'm about to be vulnerable again. Ah, she said, I'm, <laughs> man, you say thought and vulnerability in the same sentence. Because Girl, to be bye. a thought takes a level of vulnerability. You gotta be open. You, you do. To be honest, I was on. I was sitting to myself thinking, damn, I don't solicit myself sexually enough on the internet. Is that the right word though? That should, should, should it really be used? It, it's kind of it kind of is like that, yeah. Because it's like I was thinking, like, damn, I don't, um, you know, I don't present sexy enough on yeah. the internet, and it's like, uh, I kind of, you know, I got some things cooking up, and I want my algorithms to uh-huh. be popping, so I gotta get the get the little shoulder at least, uh-huh. throw a little cleavage, just do something because. And what would this be for attention? It's for attention. It's so you can be seen. Like, I've said this, like, two, three episodes straight now, but I want y'all to hear it for real. Women are not seen if we are not busting it. Mm -hmm. So you want to start busting it? I have to start busting it. It's a survival (laughs) thing. It's not even, The survival of the fittest. It is survival. Because I'm dark-skinned. I am plus size. I am now rendered to busting it so somebody can notice. That's sad a little bit. It is sad, but it's the life that we live. And I know, oh, y'all beautiful. Yes, I am beautiful. I know the that. Don't see but it, I have to like get it. y'all to even see it. To catch the beauty. To catch it. I'm telling y'all, yeah. these are these are facts. I'm giving y'all like this is some like I'm trying to think how I feel game. about that. You know, I think it's one thing to be like you should put yourself out there more. But again, even when you say that's like in what other way? How much want, more are you putting yourself yeah, out in there? In what other way? If not at this point, be sexual. To show a little something, something. Little, man, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's it's quite tough because it is definitely tough. Because I was what movie? I was watching The Hustlers the other day, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn. I wish I had an enemy to be a stripper or to just scam people out the money or just to not care or to just even not even scamming per se, but just even use our to beauty. Use people. We don't, you know, I think what we don't do, we don't necessarily use our beauty as a leverage, you know? Yeah. I try not to, you know, to just like out of the, and some women they don't necessarily have to be, you know, having sex with guys, but they use their beauty as a leverage, you know, they exactly. dress up, they look good, they go to places and, you know, flirt here and there. And it's like, Oh, they have someone, you know, 
they flirt and yes. networking. They use that to ne- they use their beauty to network. And it's like I guess yes. we that we don't do that enough. Boom, you said it. it's using your, your beauty, beauty to, to network. network because like you're using your beauty or your sexuality to network. Both, that you're talking about both because what you call beauty is what men would attribute to, to their sexuality. sexuality. Damn. And it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like oh yeah, she's a pretty girl. Like, women, we don't kind of necessarily use that terminology to immediately describe yeah. a woman. I don't look at women and be like, damn, she's a sexy bitch. That's how men immediately and describe And, you know, you're it. right. It's some guy that I did talk to, and he was like, Erica, you're a pretty girl. But he was basically telling me, like, I should, like, do more makeup. I should do more of those, like, Instagram type of, like, you should looks, make yourself whatever. more out there, more sexy. Exactly. He's like, you're pretty, and everyone knows that you're a good girl. Like, we know you're a good girl. That's not a question. But, you know, spice it up. You know, and, and I I'm don't present like, sultry. And I'm just like, this is me, G. Like, you want me to be, like, overly sexy? Like, if this is not enough for you, like, deuces, I'm sorry. So I guess it basically comes down to yes, that. Yes, like, and I'm a privately bitch. sexy bitch. Like, if you yeah. know me... Do you Same. know I get all I could get freaky and sexy and oh, high, you know what I'm saying? But it's like like I'm not a shy person. I'm not shy with sexuality with my friends. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. We can have those dirty, raunchy talks. We don't you know, we could do whatever. But it's not my nature to To be public with to it, be public se. with that. But it's the business now. Hmm. That is the business. So it's like, you know, we started this conversation off April Jones and stuff, but it's like these girls that are millionaires, don't forget that their original business was selling sex appeal. Well, girl, come on. We need to get this podcast up and running. Do you better Just, up, I know, up, up I the gotta, sex now. I know. I got to do something. Uh, you know, do, I, do I really some sex, do. sexy photo shoot. I, I got it. it. It's, it's quite conflicting, you know, because I do think about it, too, because it's like we're definitely losing, you know, and it's like time is going. We're getting older and older. Okay. And then these younger bitches are coming, okay? And, and it's they like, are way more comfortable getting work done. <laughs> like, I think about I think about how Nicki Minaj would, would never said for years about her body. Body. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She would never admit that she got that mm-hmm. one. Till today, the Kardashians would not admit that they got they that sure one. Won't. There is a a segment of celebrity because of the era that they became celebrities that yeah. will till today not admit that they got work. Yeah. Just because of whatever. Mm-hmm. These new girls don't give a damn. They They're will sh- do, they will show you as I they mean, are getting the work. Because they that's even how they get it done for free. Exactly. Too. They will show you. So even just just even just that, that they are very willing to like, bitch, I will go, I will get this work done to be a bad bitch. Don't play with me. I'm going to be what you want to see. But you know, and it's there's like, more to life to that, you know. You it's know, a lifestyle, Lou. You know, last episode we were saying that, okay, we are getting choked with all this sex, 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 well, sex. So now we are saying, bring on a sex, 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 sex. No, it's choking. <laughs> it's choking. But that's what we say, it's sink or swim. We were drowning. We was drowning. That's what I'm saying. It's you, like you beat motherfuckers was sinking, sinking because we was drowning. So it's like now I'm saying like, damn, do I have to float in this bullshit? So join them. To you a degree, I do. <laughs> I, I download a TikTok. I'm gonna have a TikTok soon. Don't ask me my name. And what, they, what's gonna be the TikTok, G? It's not gonna what, be at damn. I'm fine. Is That's it how be dances. What you gonna be doing? I don't know yet. I'm gonna see where my so lane you can is do on your TikTok. Silhouette, silhouette challenge. Nah, it's past. The time is past. Now if I do it, it's just thirsty. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, help us, Lord. Just Lord Jesus, answer our prayers. Just lift us up. We are good girls. We're just trying to make it. We are ah, Father Lord. We are listening to your commandments. We've been praying to you, Jesus. It's a different prayer now. No, for real. Because at this point, you're saying we are sinking. That's depressing. Now. You're saying we are sinking, so there's no hope. Ah, maybe we want to start fasting and prayer. I don't know. Well, I'm saying 
It's, We've done it no faster than prayer. We got to put some action to it. I'm saying that I can tell the timeline is tired of my selfies. They're trying to see. Ooh, so you see, you ain't, you ain't getting enough likes, huh? They're trying to see the body. Not quite as kept. My selfie game popping. I get more likes than some of you guys get. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to put people out there, but <laughs> post to post, my <laughs> eyes are doing more than your ass. No, for real, I think we do have. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, I agree with that one. But um, but it's just hard because like okay, even though talking on this next part, just policing women in general is a is a thing, right? So, in this next um topic, bringing to the forefront, um, Lauren London was trending this week, um, after Centennial Magazine in LA put a headline that um Lauren London was pregnant. Now she did come out and already um, refute those rumors. Lauren London is not pregnant, but I think the bigger conversation is the impact and the and the conversation surrounding even if she was pregnant. I was just gonna say, why is this a conversation? Why is it okay? So she's not supposed to have any more kids for the rest of her life because she was um, with Nipsey. And he passed away, what, over a year ago? If not, almost two years ago at this point? They have really said that Lauren is Nipsey's forever. And mind you, they did not get married. They sure didn't get married. They make it seem like, I mean, I understand Nipsey's role and stuff, but they make it seem like he's some messiah at this point. And Nipsey that, is not Malcolm X. Okay, and then Lauren has to remain this pure, untouched woman to hold that legacy up. Right. Oh my God! Please let the lady rest. Let her have her own life. Let her <laughs> let let her move on. Let her have more kids. Let her date some other rapper. Lauren was a ripe, she What thirty four when Nip got killed? Yeah. I'm sorry, baby. You trying to tell me from ninety four? God willing, let's say she even lived to at least her seventies. <laughs> At she least. Should, you trying to say for the next 40-something years of her life, she can't date nobody else? She can't have no other kids? She can't live her life? It's quite weird. And it's crazy how people were actually going crazy about it on the internet. Like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. I blame Lauren, though. Is it how she acted when how she died? Be, how she's acting in general. I've been saying, like, hey, Lauren London not going to live stop acting like a widow? You know what? Yes, and shake it off. Like I get it. I'm not saying grief is whatever, but you you cannot. But you know what? She's been acting like this even before he died. She's been acting like her life was all about him. Damn. I think so because it's like you know when was the last time have we seen Lauren do any type of whatever her career is, any type of film, music production, yeah, whatever, whatever her career. Because I don't, I don't really know what the exact. I mean, what would we say Lauren is? I guess she's she, an actress. She claims an actress. She presents a model. Okay. She really lives a life of a baby. But mom, it was bro. since when she really got with Nipsey, all that kind of died down. She was in his music video. She had that show, Games People Play. Yeah. That was the show. That Short was her lived. coming back of from into acting. Yeah, yeah. After having crossed. That was what that was. Mm. And then Nipsey died. Yeah. I think that Lauren, though. Um, has to remind the world that she was a she was Lauren London before she was, uh, you know, before she was Nipsey's boogie girl. and nip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you wasn't just boogie and nip. You was just oh, you, that's a nickname. That's boogie? what they call it. you know, El Boogie ah. and Nipsey. So boogie and nip. Yeah, oh. it's like you you were Lauren London. You were Nunu, if nothing else. You were Nunu. You like, and I oh, think I forgot she sure did do that. She was, you know, I think that. That you know, like this is a big conversation. I, I don't like how she responded. That's actually even my thing. I don't like that she was how she responded. What did she even say? Her response was very much like, "Oh, 
Um, I don't know who came up with this nonsense when I'm just trying to heal the best way I can. Because to me, that reinforced that um, it's too early. Yeah, and, and, and I feel like I don't want her to carry this persona of just grief, right? Like it's this been is, over a year. Yeah, and, you know, as again, you know, whether they're married or not, I guess it did seem like a marriage, you know, because, you know, they were deep in love, they have a child together, they live together. Like, every relationship is different. I get it, you know, and I definitely don't want to rush anyone's healing process. Grief, yeah. You know, it seemed like, you know, from her background, he's probably the best best man that she ever dated and really changed yeah, her life. Yeah, no, for sure. They would have gotten married yeah. or been together still or whatever. Yeah, Um. so, but uh, it just, seem, it does seem like every time she just, she says anything on social media, it definitely is relating to grief, 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 mm. grief. Um, so I would hope that, you know, hopefully she can move forward from that and truly heal and not just remain in this bubble of like, I lost Nipsey, you know, like, you know, I don't want to say everybody's dying every day per se, but you know, Lauren, you too young to harp, to be a widow forever. Your, your grief is, and this is women to women. I'm not saying you can't feel, you're going to feel that for the rest of your life. Every day you look at cross, you will remember, damn, they took him. His yeah. father. You're going to remember that love. But it, it is the duty of her as a woman to move on and not just remain Nipsey's widow. Yeah, allow yourself to love. Yeah. To, it, to, to find duty. another love. You know, you owe yourself that, you know. She's like, too young. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself to just that love. Like, that was my one great love. And yeah. the only, you know, and don't compare any other love to it because, yeah. you know, no love is the same. She was uh, too young to let that harbor. Okay, speaking of death. So, you know, this <laughs> Abby, there's this new movie I came out. When did it even come out? A few days Friday. ago. February 12th. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Judas and the Black Messiah. And it is an American biographical drama film directed by um, Shaka King. And it is based on the story um, of the story of the uh, and the portrayal of Fred Hampton who was the chairman of the Black Panther Party in the 1960s, at the hands of William O'Neill, an FBI informant. So we did watch it, right? It's actually a really, really good Amazing. movie. Amazing. First of all, hold on. Let's make sure we say this correctly. Because I, I, I hate how we get erased. He was the chairman of the Black Panther Party in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I need that to be emphasized because um, when we talk about civil rights movements, and everybody's impact and whatever, whatever. Yet again, Chicago as as an impactful mm-hmm. city in in history and Black history gets ignored. So I need y'all to remember that this this when we talk Fred Hampton, that's a Chicago boy. So I just want y'all to know that. No, yeah, Chicago definitely. You'd be surprised the things that really happen in Chicago. That's like a, you know, yeah. when you now look at think about Chicago now, it's just like, damn, what happened? But anyway, it was a great movie, yeah. um, you know, because um, even if someone that you didn't know so much about the Black Panther Party and just how it was back then in the 60s and 70s and just, you know, the amount of work that black people actually did put into the community because he worked hard in even just bringing the different gangs together yes. to work as a unit, yes. you know, to, to feed the community, to feed thousands of kids every single day on mm-hmm. the south side, west side, east side, literally brought everyone together for the black cause, you know. He said he lives for his people, he die for his people, and which is what he pretty pretty much did. See someone yeah. who's so passionate about the people and moving forward the progress of black people, like 
We need more of that. Before he was assassinated. It just, you know, when you watch all these old movies, you're always going to think about um, how we organize today. And, you know, how how is it comparable to the organization we used to see? Mm. And is it something that we're capable of? Because even to think that, Fred Hampton was 21 when he was killed. 21. So all this shit he was doing, he was like 19, 20. Yes. You know, and, and I can't imagine and I, carrying I saw, that burden. I saw someone on Twitter saying that it's not like we don't have 21-year-olds who are as passionate and putting those works, mm-hmm. but they're just not given the voice or the opportunity mm-hmm. or the platform to really put in that work. For sure. Because now everything is... is now there's surveillance everywhere now. There's too many voices, so, I you feel. You know, it's so much more surveillance. Social media. Social media helps, but in a way, it also just... It, it, it hurts. Through, it hurts, too. Because now police officers, they watching your Facebook post. I just think they there's too many everything. voices. That's okay. to me. I don't think too it's... Too many different the, voices. Because, yeah, I don't think... Like, look, that's what we want. Police watch us and listen to us and mm. hear us. That's, that's what we want. Hear what we're saying. But they're, like, attacking us, though. It's not like they're watching us. They've been attacking us. That's not a new thing. That's something that we've been at. If anything, we have more rights now. So let them attack because now we have more ways to fight it. Well, maybe also in a way, I think I'm trying to say, like, it also just gives them more access. They have more access to our plans. But the thing is, we don't have any organization. That's why. Mm. Because there's too many voices. Or do they break down those organizations before it even becomes an organization? I mean, I think it's, a bit of both. it's everything. It's everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as we saw in the movie, um, the FBI has a has a deep rooted f- like fear of us growing as people. So mm-hmm. they're going to infiltrate us in any way that they can. Mm-hmm. And if we as people are not strong enough, if we keep like here's the thing. And this is where I, I take take from it. Y'all can say what y'all want, but I'm going to say this shit. Um, a lot of the downfall of the black race rests in men. And I say this because um, as black men, they're still men. Mm-hmm. And men are driven with ego. So a lot of the time, if you present a man the opportunity to feel like a man or be the man in yeah. charge, he's going to take it, regardless of him being black or not. Because mm-hmm. his manhood is going to lead him. Yeah, And that ego and that pride that drives men is... The downfall in men. Mm-hmm. But in the black right, we don't have so how space does that, for that what, shit. What exactly are you saying relating to I'm saying the progress that of niggas will, a lot of men will take the opportunity to be successful, to be powerful in, in, in spite of, of their race. Of because, course. you know what I mean? Because you're giving them the opportunity to feel like a man. Mm. Fuck being black. I feel like with black women, not saying that black women don't be fuck-ups, but we're we're used to having the compromise and to take the back burner because we're women. We mostly basically follow their lead. Yeah, we're women at the end of the day, so women don't get a lot. So it's like then to be a black woman, we definitely are put at the back burner. But um, yeah, that's how I feel, and I feel like this is an example of that. That we saw a man who was willing to forego his race, forsake his race, just to get a couple dollars. And I was just like, because you know, he kept on asking the FBI. Um, like, you know, what am I going to get it? You know, at first it was like like a plea deal. So he doesn't end up going to jail for uh, boosting cars for and, boosting cars and pretending to be a police officer. But now it's more like, am I going to get money? And it's like, you, he was so deep in the organization. He was so close, you know, basically like the second man, you know, and for it, for him to 
it's, it's just weird to get so close and so deep into organizations. I guess, you know, that's why it's called Judas shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and to just be able to be like, well, for money, you know, as long as I get this new car. Exactly. Oh, I'm popping and I can, I can get bitches. And that's just human beings for you. That's just, I, shit, whatever. But I also just want to highlight that Daniel Kaluuya, he did an awesome job. Um, Daniel, yeah. Yes, his he acting did. was great. You know, the... We down to the to the accent to the the voice and everything. I was like, he really you could tell he worked hard. Boy. I mean, people are still upset about him being a British African actor. Oh, still, and that oh. you know this is a a black American hero and a black American actor could have done it. Well, I mean, if they didn't see the black American, because he's at this point he's been in so many American films. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like he, if not, I feel like he probably now lives in America. No, he's still living in London. He's still in London? Well, shit. Like, when he's not shooting. When he's not shooting. Well, obviously, he, he applying for the roles, the American roles. He probably has some international agent or whatever. He's doing a good job, you know? I'm happy about it. I ain't complaining. I like to see um, Dominic Fishback. She was the girl in um, I love the X. girl. I loved it. I love the choice that they made to cast her. Because I think too often in these um, black history films, when they show us the women that were holding uh, holding them down, they show these 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 cute ass, dainty ass women, mm-hmm. and it's not that Dominique is not a beautiful and dainty woman, right? Because yeah. I don't believe in saying that women that are, are bigger are not dainty; they're mm-hmm. still dainty. Um, I, I like that they they showed us. Like that, it was the most honestly seeing them to me. I was like, "Damn, this is the most authentic black love I feel like I've seen on TV in a long time." I was gonna say they definitely had chemistry. Yeah, they like, really had chemistry. It, it, it felt did. so real. They looked, they looked regular as like fuck. Natural. Like it didn't look like a, a Hollywood couple. It looked like an authentic couple mm-hmm. that I would what's it called that I would like see. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And of course, Lakeith, he did a wonderful job as well. Mm-hmm. It was a great, it was great casting. I would, I would say it definitely was great casting overall. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. Um, you guys should definitely check it out. Um, what else is going on? What's next on the news? Trump, 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 Trump. Trump was acquitted in the um, impeachment trials, you all. So if we've been paying attention to politics, Trump has been undergoing the impeachment over the riots that happened January 6th at the Capitol. Um, And he was acquitted. So what that basically means is that he was not found guilty of um, inciting and or spurring um, insurrection at the Capitol. His rights to re... um, rerun for office have not been taken away he does still get all of his pension and perks. really yes because he was not impeached so um <sighs> white privilege prevails again america despite all his pride I, proud boys comments despite even his reaction and his comments during and after that riot happened to just even really say that, you know, he had nothing to do with it. He didn't encourage it. It didn't happen because of him. It's just quite ridiculous. It's shameful. Despite the people who said verbatim, I acted on behalf of my president. I thought this is what President Trump wanted us to do. Of course. Clearly. Clearly. So. I, but, again, as you said, white privilege. And I believe that. I always said this, that. America wanted Trump to be a pres to be the president. Yes. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff that he w- as a president that he said and did and even just was accused of yep. during the election, 
post-election, during his presidency, and the fact that he was not even impeached before then. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, they want him to be president. So, all this whatever is is just story for the gods. It's just, <laughs> it's just story. It's, it's just, just something, because at the end of the day, Trump is a bastard. America has proven that, um, you know, whiteness and white supremacy is a foundation and a building block of this country. Yeah. And that's just something that I think that it's time for us to acknowledge and accept as Americans that no matter what the fuck, whiteness is going to prevail because it is a building block of this country. Okay. The old rich white man wins again. That's pretty much it. Let's talk about my girl Cash Doll. Cash. Um, so basically what she tweeted saying, I guess it's a tweet about her music not popping as one would hope that it will pop. Yes. And she said that, I guess my shit is trash anyways. Yes. Yeah, so somebody made a, a, a tweet basically saying like, damn, why ain't my girl Cash Doll popping like she should be? And Cash Doll retweeted that saying that, yeah, I, I thought, I wonder the same thing. I guess I'm just trash. So y'all know I love Cash Doll because I know all last year, two years, all last year I was like all hyped about Cash Doll because she is a talented rapper. Like she writes her own stuff and she just really, to me, I really enjoy her. But I do think that as of, not even as of late, but the past, what, six months or so, uh, maybe damn near a year, like her music has just not been hidden. You know, and then again, we all know in this rap game and as a woman and just music industry, period, you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. She does not drop consistent music at all. It is just, it's just so much space in between. Now, whenever she hops in the feature, she's fire though, but it's just still not consistent enough. And you just cannot rely on those things to feel like, you know, she's not mainstream yet. She's yep. just, she's really, at this point, Mulatto has surpassed her. Damn, true. No, wait, think no, about it, because she was before Mulatto. Mulatto she, has she was popping surpassed her, because Mulatto yeah. working hard. I don't exactly. know what Cash Doll doing. Yeah, Mulatto, you see her, whether it's her videos or whatever. Cash but, don't be on no features. I think that's killing Cash Doll's career. Cash Doll only, she has her moments. Her only features be with Big Sean. Big Sean, I mean, she had, um, was Dreezy... Who else did she have? So she, she featured on Dreezy's song or Dreezy featured on no, her she, song? She, no, she featured on Dreezy's song. That Chanel, Chanel song. That's Dreezy's song. That was Dreezy's song. Yeah, it's Dreezy's song. And she features in her her Detroit rapper song, whatever, you that's know. That's not enough. Or T. Greasy, T. Greasy, T. Uh, a Detroit rapper. Yeah, so. She got to um, venture out. She definitely does have to venture out. Um, She got to get with the girl. She don't rap with no women. It just don't be a lot. I guess she did with um, um Ben had, with, with Nia. A Ben Ben. And that was a hot minute ago. <laughs> Nia is not the bitch that I need her to collaborate Yeah, like, with. I'm surprised that I've not seen no collaboration. Because there was the time that they were talking about how Meg and her were going to have a collaboration. I saw them, like, both a little video, like, oh, we should make music together. They haven't she done that. She just did some shit with Coy LaRoy. Coy LaRoy. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's like Cash. Coy you, is, like, for the little kids. For the little, like... Cash has been out a lot. Like she calling herself trash. You pre- you behave no, like Cash, trash. No, Cash been out since we were in college. That because yes, that's what I knew about was, Cash. I would never forget. I was in Baltimore when for everybody was like taking over. Yeah, and Cash EP. See, I don't know if it's that because you know she was in a bad um, um label been deal. Been. That's you know, over. but you know it took a minute for her to get out of it. That's been been. She been out of that shit for at least two three years. No, now. no, 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 no. It's not two three years. She, yes. No. When did she get out of it? It's, it's not, been like two it's not years two, now. Maybe two years at most, but it's not two three years. So before then, I feel like she was going really hard. Her EP was great, but then again, her EP 
it was um what's it called? It wasn't like her original beats. Right. It was what did you call it when so you it was just a mixtape stuff. It was mixtape, yeah. you know, based on other people's yeah, stuff. Yeah, it wasn't EP, it was more of a mixtape. Yeah, yeah, so um her, it wasn't her original beat. So whenever she does have her original beats, her beats don't be strong to me. So mm-hmm. she needs better producers, I think. Um, I don't like her look, per se. Like, her style. I personally don't like her style. Um, she just needs to do better. I feel now she's just giving me Instagram babe look. Because even, yeah. I, I even you know, because like, I follow her, and even someone was like, you need to stop with this Instagram model and shit. Where are you going to drop the music? Because this is basically what she's doing. She's doing Savage Hunter. Uh, Savage Fenty, you it, know, yeah, and like, lace front posts and stuff. It's like you need to, as a as a rapper, you need, need to, to do, do more better. features, like features on big artists. She got to get out this Detroit versus everybody shit. And like, it's like I don't know, if, and you know, she has a feature with Rick Ross. It's just that I don't know if it's just it's just not really pushed out and enough. And then she don't be featuring people that she supposed to feature with. Yeah, what the fuck you Rick Ross? Like I, your audience is not listening to Rick Ross. Mm. So that's not. I'm not gonna run to here. No, it's that's not, facts it doesn't though. Serve you. That, that's so facts you need though. to find the people that's serving you. Why you went? Why at this point have you not made nothing with a with the Megan? Nothing with the Cardi. You nothing see the, with a city the girls. Girl, nothing with a mulatto. Nothing with any other men. Nothing with a little baby. Nothing with a gun. Like even a gunner or somebody. Like, yeah, I don't know. And I know she lives in both. I think she's by coastal between um L. A. and Atlanta. She definitely has a house in Atlanta, so yeah. she is in the scene. I just I don't know what it is. I keep on like thinking like, okay, she's gonna drop something. But when she, she recently did drop something, I forgot what it's called. Like a few months, maybe like up two months ago, I didn't like it. It wasn't popping. It wasn't popping. So I think she needs to take advantage of the little time she has because it's like before you know it, it's so easy to be gone just like that. It's baby, so easy baby for mama, your name for the catch up to her. You said who? Mimi, the baby's baby mother. Okay. It's so easy for me to forget you because after a while she's gonna be old news. Literally gonna be old news. Exactly. It's gonna Literally be like y'all remember Cash Doll. She's gonna be old news. Anyway, um, well, another note. Romani Mal Malco. Is that how you say his name? Romani. Yes, Romani Malco. Oh, Romani. So really? Romani, um, yes, you guys might know Romani from Think Like a Man. He plays Megan Good's boyfriend in Think Like a Man. He's also in um A Million Little Things. He just did that movie, um, with Regina Hall on YouTube. What the shit was that shit called? Um what the fuck was that the thing called? Tawana Jackson. Tawana Jackson. Um he did that movie. So anyway, uh Romani Malco just had his first biological child at fifty two. At fifty two. I think that's wonderful. Yes, he um, has two stepchildren yes. that he's been raising since they were young. Uh huh. But so this he- is his first biological child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's super cool. I, um, I think, yeah, like a lot of the time, we don't talk enough about men and how they do have kids older. Yeah. You know, like we make it such a big deal when women do it, but we don't talk a lot about how it is for men being old dads mm-hmm. and how that feels. And, you know, the the preparedness that they may have to have. Because I also feel like when men are forced to be old dads, it tends to be in situations where they don't have to be super active. Right. So it's like for him to have to be like, you know, this is his current wife and it's like their new baby boy and whatever. I don't think they're married. I think this is just his partner. Um, He didn't mention oh, that. Yeah, he didn't, not, he didn't mention wife? that this is his wife. He referred to her as his life partner and oh. as his queen. 
Um, but I don't think that he is married. Um, but as she said, he definitely is a stepfather. So, you know, he said, you know, him being a stepfather for those two boys has definitely impacted him and shown him how to be a father. Mm-hmm. But again, it is different when you do have your own biological child as well. And 52 definitely is an old age. That That's that's, that's like grandpa at this point. That's grandpa at this point. So even think about when he graduated high school, or go to college, this man from the damn near being his 70s. But I think it's a beautiful thing because he definitely did talk about the experience of, you know, just seeing his partner give birth and how he said he appreciates his mom even way more Mm -hmm. than he appreciates her even way more because childbirth definitely is not an easy thing. Um, And, you know, I... Because, you know, nowadays with this young, this YFNL Lucci mm-hmm. and this, what was this on that one? NBA young boy. Yeah, hey, like literally you have six kids all under the age of six by six different baby mamas and future too. It's like, you know, I, it's everything's just now back, back. It's no planning. Yeah. It's all back to back. It's no responsibility. Like kids. Yeah. Really, it's like, even if it's not planned, but it's still even no responsibility. You could tell like it's just a lack of responsibility. They don't care about these women. They really just fucked them and just so happen to have pregnancy. And quite frankly, they don't care about these kids. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everybody, you know, care about women. You just really don't care about this case. And do you even really care about yourself, too? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. having money isn't just all you need to have to raise a child. Because exactly. to, to them, they'd be like, I'm rich. I just got to throw that bitch a couple of hundreds or thousands every month, and I'm good. My kid is taking care of. But your exactly. kid really, because your well, kid is wearing, right, because your kid is wearing Gucci belt. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean, and they're taking pictures with, with money. I hate when I see kids with pictures, you have them holding money to their face or to their ear. And it's like, just because your child is holding money, does that mean they're really being taken care of? Exactly. No. They're just really not. So I wonder, you know, what if, you know, I actually wonder with him, like, if it was intentional for him to wait till that age to have a child. Oh, uh, I think that. Especially since he was with his partner, you know, for, for a, a minute, too. You know, it wasn't like they were Probably together for not. a year. So was it like, you know what, we're ready to have a child now, so let's have a child? Or is it that it just happened now? Or is it that, you know, I know some people, because I know he's not married, so I know some people want to wait till they're in solid relationships before they right. do have a child. So was it that he felt like he just never found the right woman to do with? Or was this one of those things that, like, oh, she just got pregnant. It was just like, well, and might as well. we old as hell anyway. Exactly. So right. whichever it is, congrats to him. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's nice to see that he's trying to be there from beginning to end. Um, and he's embracing that journey. And it's it's nice to see um, a man have to go through it from, like, an older age. And, and for them to, to acknowledge that, like, yeah, I'm an old dad. I think there's a lot of times where um, we try to act like men are just invincible from age. Like they, do, like, they don't have to grow up or there's not milestones in their lives at certain ages. We act mm-hmm. like that's just a woman thing for, like, exactly. at this age, you're supposed to do this. Where it's like... No, nigga, at 32 or 33, I expect you to have a family and a wife and a cat. 52 is old, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it is nice to see, like, you know, that he acknowledged himself as an older father as Yep, yep, yep. Okay, um, let's go into our Lodo of the Week. Let's get into it. So let's, let me drop the, the drop for that real quick. An Lodo, somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey goof ass all right so our logo of the week is michigan gop candidate um his name is austin change i think that's how you say it um he's 
Let me look it. Let me look up his info real, real, real quick before I say what he did. He's thirty five. I believe he's an immigrant because some people were saying that he's Nigerian or so. But basically, the reason why he is the loader of the week because he tweeted and said, "I will cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive, unfair, maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month." Then he was like, uh, "Vote for me for to as the governor, Austin for governor. He's the first Republican governor candidate for Michigan." So basically, he is saying that Black History Month is full of shit. Yeah, he's actually Nigerian, and why? that we should get rid of it. Why is Republican synonymous with anti-Black? Why? Because I don't understand why for him to be on his Republican ticket, which it sounds like it's he's trying to do, Yeah. why his platform has to be ending something that highlights Black people to accommodate everybody or whatever fucking nonsense he said. And this, this really just sounds like what an ignorant immigrant would definitely say. Because we, sure. we, we talked about, you know, certain things that Africans do say about um, African-Americans and just their ignorance and lack of knowledge of black history, you know, and, you know, just American history as well, if that's what you really want to call it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It just shows your ignorance. You just know not knowing anything. And as you said, just because you're a conservative Republican, it's just quite ridiculous. So even say it's offensive, it's unfair, illegal. Exactly. I, I, are you kidding me? And who who are you to say, this is a national thing. So for you to say you want to cancel it for Michigan, you're not even a governor yet, and you're saying this is what you're going to do? This is not your country. So for something for... for for that to be a national holiday for the reason that it is and for you to try to abolish it, it makes no sense. Yeah, and many people tweeted saying, like, you know, um, this is part of the reason why we as, you know, African-Americans and Africans, though, we are divided because of this mentality, you know, th- sure. this, this this mindset. Um, it's like this is a someone said this is a great example to see how some black immigrants come to this country and fall in line with white supremacy, which is true. Yeah. And it's a way to, it's a survival tactic. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible survival tactic to feel like to be successful in this country, you have to align to whiteness. Another person tweeted saying a non-black American trying to use his black skin as a way to diminish black American history. Nigerian. Damn, that shit was deep. I'm like, well, we Nigerians, we don't claim him. Okay. We don't claim him as part of us because this one, we gonna, we just going to have to let the Ghanaians have him or something. <laughs> <laughs> y'all could have it because this this is just quite ridiculous. We can't continue this narrative. This is not, we don't need, we don't even need politicians like this. We don't need people in leadership positions like this. No, even if you're Republican, but this is your mindset. No, we don't need you. Please go back. Just, just go, just go. Exactly. Go, and, go and find someone just, to do. Yeah, it's just like, nah, I, I don't know what to say. It's very disappointing. It's like, I don't know if these niggas really don't see themselves as black, but you black, baby. And it's like, clearly, you've not even done your research. Clearly, you've not done your homework for you to call it illegal, for you to say this is not American history. Yeah. Man, he is the Lodo yeah. of the week. Goofy Just ass. dumb, 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 oh, dumb. All, all the way. Goof ass. Okay, who cared for the culture, girl? You guys, let's do our cared for the culture. You got it right. All right, you guys. So this week, um, our care for the culture is a Chicago native, um, a Chicago hi- historian in the making, and she goes by Inglewood Barbie. Um, Inglewood Barbie this week posted a video, um, really talking about some stuff that she was trying to do for the homeless community in Chicago. 
So if anybody has been in Chicago or in Illinois, the Midwest in general, we have been kind of experiencing another polar vortex in the mm-hmm. sense. It's been in the negatives. It's been single digit um, number degrees. And it's just been freezing overall. Inglewood Barbie, who is known as a philanthropist in the community, took it upon herself to try to get um, some of these homeless people into hotels at least for a night so that they wouldn't freeze to death. Unfortunately, Chicago PD um, thought it was the best time to go and ransack those people's homes and throw away all their things. Um, I'll let Inglewood Barbie tell y'all from her own mouth um, kind of what happened. I fucking hate. Gee. I specifically told the city of fucking Chicago not to touch the sad under the Vardog where I feed the friends because the friends still live over there. I gave specific instructions on what was trash across the street from where I feed and told them that they could throw everything away except one tent on the quarter leading the federal on the left side of the street, bro. They went under that and threw all my fucking friends shit away, G, and this is exactly fucking why the friends never leave they fucking tents, bro. The one fucking time I get them to go to a fucking hotel room, y'all take an opportunity to throw all that shit away, and y'all think that it's gonna be cool because y'all could give me a couple hundred dollars to buy some old tents, bitch. Y'all cannot replace the shit that was sentimental value in those fucking tents. I feel like. And that's basically what's going on. As she said, you cannot replace those things that are of sentimental value to these people. And I want us to talk about homelessness real quick because, you know, homelessness is it's a public health issue. You know, this is it's it's large in Chicago. You know, I know the city of L.A. is one of those cities that have the highest rate of homelessness. Chicago is very close to that as well. Everywhere yes. you go, whether it's downtown, the north side, whatever neighborhood, you, you're definitely going to see homeless people. So especially in this weather, in this city of how Chicago is. And, you know, not everyone who's homeless is homeless because, oh, they just fucked up their life and they were a drug addict or whatever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The veterans there, the people who literally just lost everything. Heck, there are people from, you know, that lost their jobs from COVID and couldn't pay their bills and they were just pushed evicted from their house who are homeless. A lot of us are one paycheck away from home. Really? And then the shelters are packed up super quick. There's not enough shelters. There's not enough um, resources for people who are homeless at all. They're not. There's not and enough houses are predominantly for women. Let's just even. And add there's that. no housing facilities and stuff like that. You know, for people who are homeless. So it's like for you to throw away their tent. Many people are homeless. They don't have jobs. So how else are they gonna get another pair, another tent? Like yeah. how? Where? Where are they gonna get it from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how? How do you expect them to get it? Like, it's it's ridiculous. Um, so I think it is. It's it just it just yeah. shows like people people are just really soulless and heartless in this country. And uh, she's doing an amazing work. And a way you just took away from her work, right? Yeah. Because she made them. She's like, hey, you guys go to a hotel. I'm sure some of them were like, you know, no, we're gonna we, we gonna we stick us through. Our stuff. You know, this all we got. This all we got. And then she did her work by saying, you know what, you guys stay warm and healthy and alive. And then boom. Your stuff is gone. 
So some of them will probably blame her like, y'all, it's because of you. Yeah, like this was a plan. Exactly. That y'all this had is from because of you because we were finding our little tents and stuff, you know? So it's city of Chicago. I don't even know what's going on. We need to do, to city, do better. The city, the city is, is, is heartless. And it's not just our city. It's, it's a lot of cities. Um, but we really want to take the time to highlight that. And we want everybody to blow her page up at Inglewood Barbie, uh, her cash app, cash app is also at Inglewood Barbie for anybody who wants to donate and help these people get their homes back. Inglewood, um, in Chicago is spelled with the, E, so that is E N G L E W O O D Barbie B A R B I E. Um, you all check her page out. She's she's showing out a lot, um, uh, especially off the heels of us talking about a, a youth like Fred Hampton and what he was able yeah. to do in Chicago. This is us seeing um reincarnations of it in our in a new era and a new generation. So let's all do our part and try to support her any way working, we can. Yeah. Especially all of us knowing how cold it's been, knowing how it feels outside. I can't imagine having to sleep in that. No, um, it's sad. It's uh, I, saw, I saw a lady. Um, I was driving. Was it like last week? And she was holding her baby, begging for money. It's just like all you could do is just like, well, here, just take this little change I have because it's just quite sad. Listen, Chicago's weather weather it, it's brutal. Okay, yeah. it, it's just brutal. No matter how you go about it, even if you're just hop into your car to another destination, that little minute to your car, G, even just being in your cold car, you're going to feel it. This is our natural disaster. When yes. y'all be, you know, when California is on fire every year and then, then you know, the Gulf Coast is underwater yep. every year, we are freezing every year. Freezing, so no. Please um, donate. Make sure these people feel warm. The shelters, especially during COVID and everything, are overpacked. Um, it's just so much going on, you all. So reach one, teach one. Shout out to Inglewood Barbie. That is our care for the culture. Yes. All right. Well, um, that seems to pretty much be it for our episode. And I'll just close out with a quote. Since it's Valentine's Day, um, just want to say, you know, one of the main happiness in life is to love and to be loved. And it is a blessing to be able to do those things so even if you're single on this valentine's day love on yourself you know whether it's you and your girlfriends or you and your family or just you alone loving yourself and also show love you know in google inglewood barbie she loving people the, the homeless people help people out here let's all just show love that's all we need really in this world okay so happy lovers day this is cross culture He think he my slime, but I'm just greasy as the fuck. We got his low just like the stew. We finna come heat that bitch up. I know what you ride, how folks don't come eat that bitch up. And he a off, I fuck this BMI, come beat that bitch up. Uh, Zay just hit my phone, bitch, I'm fresh out, he like, what's up? I say I'm chillin' on probation, trying to get a nigga touched. Uh, he know what I'm on, I need four glizzies in a clutch. Fuck IPS and fuck this bitch, I'm trying to put a nigga up. Pussy. I go like a lame, I'ma treat that bitch. Whole block and money, dumb. She caught who broke on broad. Treat that bitch on gang. Save his number. She don't text right back. I'm deleting her.